You're listening to Karma Radio. So the federal election has been called, and while there is much that needs to be discussed policy-wise on both sides of the political spectrum for mob in the NT, it's important to understand what you need to know regarding enrolment and how you can actually cast your vote in this upcoming election on the 18th of May. To talk through this with us, we have the AEC's Northern Territory Manager, Jeff Bloom. Thanks for speaking to us here at Karma, Jeff. Thanks, Philippe. Jeff, now that an election has been called... Sorry, I'll start that again. Jeff, now that an election has been called, the message to enrol will be pretty much paramount for you guys. I suppose, what is the first thing that people need to know in regards to enrolling to vote? So, yes, the election has been called and we know that uh, election day will be the 18th of May this year. So the the first thing that uh, we need to do is... uh, get as many people on the electoral roll so they can vote in this election. So the the close of rolls period, as we call it, which is a, a seven-day period uh, from today, uh, has started and enrolments will close next Thursday. So uh, And that's 8pm next Thursday. So we would encourage uh, anybody that uh, wants to be on the roll and to vote during this federal election to, uh, to go to the AC website. That's www.ac.gov.au. Uh, and you can update your enrolment if you've moved from another location or you can enrol for the first time on the website. Now, from my understanding, at the last election, the turnout, I believe, was 70% here in the uh, seat of Lingiari, uh, which we mainly broadcast out to. Uh, I believe this was the lowest, if not the lowest turnout, the last election. Can you explain a little bit about some of the things that the AEC has done to try and up this rate of turnout? So, yes, you're right. The, the turnout uh, is lower in the division of Lingiari. Uh, however, the AEC is uh, delivering a range of services, as we have in the past. For the 2019 election, we'll have remote mobile teams travelling throughout the Northern Territory. We have 16 teams in the division of Lingiari, uh, and those teams will visit some 200 locations, the majority of which are uh, remote communities and they'll deliver services across a two-week period in the lead-up to polling day. So uh, for any uh, of the smaller locations, if there are 10 or more people enrolled on the electoral roll, uh, the team will visit. Some of the smaller locations will receive a a shorter visit, uh, sort of one to two hours, and up to the larger communities where the teams will be uh, uh, in those locations for up to two days. Can I ask, in regards to those visits, uh, what will staff be doing? Like, will they be talking to people within the communities or just setting up and making sure that they're known to mob in communities out remotely? So we we communicate, uh, provide communications to the communities in advance of the arrival of the team. Uh, And uh, that uh, is through the stakeholders. We have contacts in each of the locations. We uh, send posters out. Uh, advising of the polling times and ask that those posters be put up at uh, say the health centres and and perhaps at the the store or another location where people would be able to see them and that will alert people to the fact that the team's coming through. Uh, We also work with other government agencies and other stakeholders who uh, on our behalf, on the AEC's behalf, uh, spread the, uh, the message uh, that the team will be coming by and it's important that uh, if you're on the electoral roll to, to go down and, and visit the, the voting team uh, and vote. 
Some remote communities may not easily get access to the internet to make sure people can have their enrolment details up to date. Are there any other ways that people who live remotely uh, can uh, update their update their enrolment? Look, it is difficult at this late stage. Uh, the the role or uh, to get on the role now, uh, the easiest way for people in a remote location would be to go to the AEC website. Uh, so that would require internet access. Um, so that's, uh, and I'm not sure whether people would be able to travel to, to get that sort of access, but, but certainly going online is the easiest way for people to update their enrolment. Look, you, you've hit the nail on the head in asking the question, but it does involve internet access for people to be able to, to enrol at this late stage. Yeah. Um, and of course, it, it really means that people uh, need to have the, the impetus to, to do that. Um, sure. So... Um, we're just hoping that more people uh, take that offer up and um, and go online and, and enrol. Can I ask about, um, I mean, we know that many people who live in remote communities have English as their second, third, even fourth language. What support does the AEC give in terms of uh, providing in-language services regarding enrolling? In broad terms, uh, the AEC delivers a number of uh, services in language. Uh, currently, we've developed some uh, videos which are in language across uh, 12 uh, Aboriginal languages across uh, Northern Territory uh, and those uh, those videos are around how to vote in election, the voting process itself including how to vote formally and also uh, why it's important to participate. We are distributing those uh, links through some of our stakeholders and communities. Um, they're also available at the AC website and on the AC YouTube channel. Um, so that the social media videos, as we're calling them, uh, the remote polling teams will also have uh, the formality uh, DVDs they'll be playing in the polling places. So that'll inform people at the polling place on how they will be able to cast a formal vote. Uh, and in some locations, we'll have voter information officers who will be local people who will be employed to uh, assist people to vote at the polling places in community. Are there underrepresented people on the territory on the role at the moment, in your eyes? Uh, are people like young people and Aboriginal people underrepresented? Look, it is true to say that there are uh, not as many uh, Indigenous uh, Territorians on the role as we'd like. Currently, uh, the, the latest data that we have, which was from June of 2018, tells us that there are approximately 67 uh, percent of eligible Indigenous Territorians on the roll. Now that number is perhaps a little bit higher than we, we thought. Anecdotally, we, we thought that that might be a little bit less, but, but that's our starting point. Uh, we would have added a number of uh, additional people since uh, June of 2018. But it is right that, that uh, we would like to see a lot more Indigenous Territorians on the electoral roll. Of course, enrolling is one thing. Having people go out and vote is another. Uh, can I ask, obviously, you've talked about people going out to um, remote communities and setting up polling places in the two weeks leading up to the election. What efforts are you undertaking to ensure maybe you know people go to vote on the 18th of May? Uh, so the services that we deliver to communities are part of our mobile polling service, which is uh, during that, that two-week period. So uh, we uh, we don't offer what we call a, a static polling service, which is an on the on the day polling service, uh, typically to to communities, and nor do we with 
with other locations, including hospitals and aged care centres and so forth. But uh, So the opportunity to vote will be through the remote polling teams during that two-week period in the lead-up to polling day. Okay. Uh, are you able to confirm locations of polling places in the electorate of Lingyari at the present moment? So the remote polling schedule will be available uh, on the website. We're, we're just fine-tuning uh, now that the, the writs have been issued and the announcement's been made as to when polling day will occur. We're, we're doing some final work on the remote polling schedule and we'll have that available on the website so people will be able to view that in the next uh, few days. So 200 locations in total. Uh, the vast majority are, are uh, communities, but there's just a small number of, of uh, aged care centres and, and a couple of hospitals in there as well. Is, this, is something like that very challenging to undertake, particularly in such a short time frame, especially you know, over the span of five weeks? It, it is a very big logistical challenge. Um, the teams operate from Alice Springs uh, out of Tennant Creek, Catherine, uh, Darwin and Nulamboy. So for us to uh, have all of the people that we, we have, including our staff from Department of Human Services, um, we have a partnership with Department of Human Services and they provide some of their staff and some of their four-wheel four drive vehicles. Um, so it is a very difficult uh, undertaking, but uh, we've done this a, a number of times uh, and again through that partnership with DHS. So uh, we are getting better at it, but it is still very, very challenging and our team are working very hard to, uh, to get the teams into the field. Well, Jeff, we'll keep an eye out on those videos that you speak of that, uh, earlier in this interview regarding uh, encouraging and supporting Aboriginal people uh, to, to go out and vote. So we'll probably have a yarn with you between now and polling day as well uh, to talk about, you know, what's been going on, maybe, you know, talk about, um, you know, some of the things that people can do in regards to making sure their vote counts. So I appreciate you giving us your time, Jeff. Thanks, Philippe. The 